Welcome to Nerd Off, a weekly trivia podcast brought to you by Highball Trivia. Two contestants will face off in 10 categories. Each player will wager 10 or 20 points for their opponent on every question. If a player gets the question right, they get the points. If they get it wrong, their opponent gets the points. At the end of regulation, players will each face two final questions, one in each player's specialty. To earn their wager, which can be any or all of the points they've earned so far, players have to get both questions correct. Now here's your host, Andrew Buxbaum. We have another fantastic episode for you. And after I introduce our competitors, I also have some nerd off news to uh, to to give you guys. But first, uh, Dean, why don't you introduce yourself? Good morning. Very early for me. I'm in El Paso, Texas. So I'm two hours ahead of you guys. Dean Bratton, currently in El Paso, like I just said, but soon to be of Minneapolis. But um, I'm retiring from the military. I'm moving on to the next phase of my life. And I'm going to do some nerd off to celebrate the, the new phase of my life. How about that? Wow, we got we to gotta get you a better hobby than nerd off. <laughs> there is none maybe like crocheting or something i don't know <laughs> oh and luke has a visitor that just came to see him luke why don't you yeah. introduce yourself uh luke leavenworth gurney illinois halfway between chicago and milwaukee um excited to be here As teacher high school administrator all of the things uh dad of two one of whom just walked by into screen uh but excited excited to be here with uh, Drew and Dean today. Yeah, that one of your two did not look like they're a morning person. No, not, none of us are. <laughs> Just all wrapped up in a blanket like, why are we awake? Yes, exactly right. <laughs> what is our purpose? So the fun news for NerdOff fans this morning is I'm developing a second podcast. Woo! It's going to be a daily. Uh, it's called Trivia Minute. And it's just a little fun fact of the day type podcast. So uh, it's only going to take a minute of your time, but it's going to be fun. Uh, and that should launch. Uh, that'll launch actually as soon as my buddy Zach uh, finishes the music for it. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Tomorrow. It could be a week from now. Who knows? Good deal. Always creating. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Well, because I was like, all right, I need to do I need to do more with my time, but I don't have the time for like another full podcast. Like, what can I do? And then I was listening to the radio the other day and like there was like a fun fact and I was like, wait a minute, idea forming, idea forming, and the idea formed. So then I you know, uh, came up with uh, the clever name of Trivia Minute. Oh, ho. I know. I'm breaking. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough <laughs> name right there to come up with. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that's what we're going to do. Very cool. All right, so we're going to jump into this game and get Dean and Luke battling it out. Um, two of the nicest guys I know. They would never actually engage in battle. Um, well, Except Dean, for the guy in the military. Yeah, Dean Dean previously might, you know, <laughs> be forced to engage in battle by his superiors, but... <laughs> I'm MI. I sit at the desk with the computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get all the you get all the good benefits, but uh, none of the exactly. bad. I like it. An air conditioned environment. That's where I survive best as well. <laughs> Amen. All right, your first category, gentlemen, is going to be in the category of shipwrecks. 
Luke, what do you think Dean knows about shipwrecks? Probably more than me. Um, I don't know. It seems like it could be wide ranging. Let's, uh, uh, but the military aspect, let's just go with a 10 here. 10, absolutely. And Dean, what about for Luke? You know, I was listening to a game and they were going on this 20 all the time. It was, uh, and I was like, that sounds fun. <laughs> and it was the Spees brothers. That's what it was. Yep. They were, I think yep. they, they were going to, and I was like, you know, that sounds fun. I'm going to, I'm going to try that for a minute. See how it works out. Just twenties. I bet he knows Adam, everything more than I do, but I'm going to do 20 the, anyway. You're taking the Adam Spees path to success. Yeah. Here. Let's go. Yeah. Famously a well-working strategy. I'm sure. <laughs> I think he won that game, though, right? He won that he, game. He 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 did. He did. Because, um, of See? course, he had to prove himself <laughs> right. Love you, Adam. Be gentle on me on Wednesday. <laughs> Got the throwback trivia uh, tournament. Oh, yeah. the tournament. Yep. Yeah. Mine, mine, mine's coming up later today. I oh, nice. Mine's coming. Who, do, who do you have in your uh, little draw? Oh, gosh. Um... I haven't looked at it since I signed up. So, and I was one of the first ones in. Um, uh, well, I guess we'll find out today. I don't know. No, we're going to find out right now because fair uh, enough. Uh, I'm very good at, you know, diverting myself from what I'm actually doing. <laughs> Let's see. Adam Spee's email. Do, do, do. TTT. Where the fuck are you? Why is Gmail moving slowly for me? That does not bode well. Oh, here we go. Do, do. Google Doc. Here we go. We're going to find out. You have David Brown, Troy Cooper. Uh-oh. And I'm sorry, Luke, you are not winning this matchup. You have yeah. seen Rob Dimitri in your pool. Yeah. Oh, man. I, pl I played him in Blitz, too. But my very first Blitz appearance was against him. And how'd that go? Uh, I did not make it past that round. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a beast. I, um, I have the, the lovely, lovely pull of, uh, Dustin and Nick Grove. So that's going to be a fun oh, game, boy. but it's, it's going to be, be a good time. Yeah. Um, when I signed up for that, Nick immediately signed up cause I beat him in the, uh, in the play in last year. <laughs> oh, revenge. Good. And then Dustin picked man. he's like, this looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so back to questions. Uh, you may remember that you just bid on a category here. Uh, it was shipwrecks. Dean, this is, a, this is a tough one for round one here, buddy. Just brace yourself. Round one, whoo, getting right into it. In 1985, what shipwreck was found by explorer Robert Ballard? Um, oh, I think that's the ship from, um, from Titanic, right? Oh, so the Titanic? The ship from Titanic, also known as Titanic, is correct. <laughs> well, I think in the movie it had like a different, but no, maybe it was the Titanic. I'm just thinking out loud. 100% Titanic. Place. Yep. Okay. Okay. And I love the way the coin flip works on this one for the region that uh, that Luke is in. Luke, 
The wreck of this ship, the largest ever to sink in the Great Lakes, was found just a few days after its sinking. Uh, the only one I can think of would be the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That is the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Not to be confused with the wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald. Very different. <laughs> um, Edmund Fitzgerald, also a great porter by Great Lakes Brewing Company. <laughs> Correct. I went through a very big like porter and stout phase of my life. Mm-hmm. And that was that was definitely a a good daily drinker right there. All right. So we both pick up some points here. Luke, uh, because of Dean's Adam strategy, you're in the lead. Um, <laughs> sure. Dean, I'm going to let you know. The Adam strategy only works for Adam, probably. Or it could work for Dean. <laughs> starting to feel it. I'm, I'm starting to rethink that whole approach. We're going to we're gonna let here. Dean rename it. We're going to it's going to become the Dean strategy. Adam strategy. I don't know, Dean. You could go for the 200 club. <laughs> I might have to make a 200 club button if Dean just goes 20s all the way and pulls off the Adam. <laughs> The Adam, yeah, we might have to we might have to do that. All right, your second category is in the Jeffrey Segurton Trivia Mastery Initiative Current Events Round. All right, all right. <laughs> so, uh, Luke, what do you think, Dean? Uh, actually, no, Dean, what do you think, Luke knows about current events? He knows um much as well. You know, I didn't even get that. I don't even think I, uh email came this week. I didn't say anything this week, so I'm just gonna say. 20 because when's the last time one of those came out we're just gonna have to guess anyway i think on the 14th okay it's been a weekend yeah, it should be, should be coming out soon okay so we're gonna go 20 or at least that's the one where i pulled stuff from all right and luke what about for dean well the fact that that dean's a subscriber to the trivia mastery initiative i'm gonna go 10 again here Dean's a subscriber to everything trivia he can get his hands on. That's I true. mean, I am, I am too. So I, I, we'll see how this goes. We, we devour. Yeah, that, that's the. You two are like the exact reason I was like, I need to put more trivia into the universe because even though the market is very saturated, people will make more time for trivia. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it, Luke. Yes, another, another tough one leading into. Category two here. I mean, I I don't know how anyone's going to get these two. All right. This Golden State Warrior was recently reinstated after serving a 12-game suspension for repeated violent outbursts. Was this when he punched a guy or kicked a guy in the nuts? Uh, This is Draymond Green. This is Draymond Green. This is Draymond Green. He choked somebody, too. Dennis Rodman look like a cat. Yeah. All right. Dean. Yes. Now, before I read this question, trigger warning if you're Tara Whittle. Uh, fast forward for like 30 seconds. This question might hurt you a little bit. So uh, give you a second there to fast forward, Tara. All right. Dean, this Alabama head coach just retired after 17 seasons and six national championships. Oh, geez. Who could it be? Um, I know, right? This is... This is yeah. This is, and I rejoice over right this here. because... I love the fact that Alabama fans are reeling. Um, but it's Nick Saban. It mm-hmm. is it's Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. They'll be okay, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be fine. That's a that's a, listen. As as great a head coach as he is, 
once you have a program as step as established as that is, you're getting good players no matter what. So, you know, but they he, went there he, because of Nick. They, a lot of guys went there because of Nick Saban. That that is true, but so as a result, the portal, program is now very well established. So yeah, the transfer portal's open now. It's going to be a new a new era is coming in where yeah. they're not going to twelve teams. Yep. Yeah, it's a college football's got to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Nick got out. Uh, all right, so Luke, the Adam strategy yes. is paying off for you so far. I'll yeah. I'll gladly be the beneficiary. <laughs> All right. Our next category is in what I like to call movie math. Uh, Luke, what do you think Dean knows about movie math? What um, do you think movie math even is? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> maths. Movie maths. There you go. The international flair with the S on the <laughs> end of it. Uh, let's just go 20 here. Let's have some fun. All right. And Dean, I can just put you down for 20, I assume. The Spies uh, technique. One more time. One more time. <laughs> uh, only one more time? Ah, oh, come on. At least, gotta, at least one more time. They got to roll the whole game. Inflate Spies' ego a little bit. He he needs the ego boost. He he doesn't have enough of an ego on him. But this is Luke, though. Luke is not, you know, this is this is Luke. I can't just. It is Luke. Despite you were myself, absolutely so correct. You were facing Luke. You figured out which opponent you're facing. That's good. <laughs> All right. Dean. Our movie math is going to work like this. I'm going to give you movies with numbers in their titles. I'm going to omit the numbers, and you're going to tell me what the total is at the end. All right? Okay. Uh, Luke, refresh me. What kind of teacher are you? Uh, I have been teaching high school mathematics for the last 15 years. Yeah, I forgot about that when I was writing this. Pretty pretty good at adding numbers from time to time. This is also, this is also, uh, do you, oh, Dean put on his glasses. Here we go. Right. Here we go. <laughs> I going to take down. some notes. <laughs> All right. Dean. Yes. Taking of Pelham blank plus blank heads in a duffel bag equals what? This is just, do you know your movie? Basic okay. edition. This game might skew a little easy. Is that 14? Gonna... What? I got 14. 14. Pull them one, two, three, plus eight heads in a duffel bag. Um, Add a... Add eight plus one hundred and twenty-three. I'm sorry if I wasn't uh, specific there. You 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 have the right. Oh, count, so okay. You have the right movie. Okay. So I see. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. One hundred twenty-three plus eight. So <laughs> he uh, he took you on your own question, Drew. He he took even deeper. That was yeah. great. Shit. Add the digits. That was great. All right. Well, so it's one thirty-one. It is one thirty-one. All right. All right, Dean, you are cruising there. Let's see what Luke can do. Luke, blank dresses plus blank first dates equals what? Um, I it's hilarious. I it's the first movie I thought of was Twenty Seven Dresses when you said this. I don't know what that says about me. Uh, Twenty Seven Dresses, Fifty First Dates, so seventy seven all day. That is correct. You guys cannot be beaten. All right. Well, you probably can be, but 
Yeah. Not by not by a little game called Nerd Off. Not by these little numbers. <laughs> uh well, listen, I was originally gonna find movies that added up to other movies, but in my food coma on the couch, that seemed like way too much work. <laughs> not even gonna not even gonna pretend on that one. That was just laziness. It happens. It happens. Those were good. No, those were good. I was nervous. It was I fun. was like, what's he gonna say? Uh oh, okay. I got it. If if yeah, they next. were reversed, if I if I if I got Dean's, I would not have gotten uh the heads in the duffel bag. That was what I missed on. Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a little '90s throwback there. Nope. Um, and I'm old. You're, you're not old, Dean. You're just <laughs> you're just uh, mature. <laughs> you're mature. Yeah, mature. Um, your next category, gentlemen, is going to be an energy, energy. Dean, what do you think Luke knows about energy? This one sounds like a good 20 category. This one sounds like it could be challenging. Not because he doesn't know, just because you could throw anything in there. So let's see what we got. They all sound like a good 20 category. <laughs> Remember the sneeze technique. And Luke, what about for our good buddy, Dean? Boom, 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 boom. Let's say 20 here also. Mm. Here we go. This is fun. All right. Luke, when NASA launched the Vanguard 1 satellite in 1958, it was the first satellite to use what power source? You chopped a little at the end. Did you say what power source? I did say what power source. Um, I'm going to guess solar power. You're going to guess the correct answer. Hey. And it's still up there today. Yep. Dean, in the category of energy, what is the only U.S. state that derives most of its electricity from oil? Wow. Um, There's I'm going to say where I live in Texas. That was that was one of the directions I was thinking people might go. Like, where is there a lot of oil? Uh, what, what you're pointing up? What are you pointing up to, Luke? Is it Alaska? Alaska. It is not Alaska. Okay. It's Hawaii. Interesting. All right. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is Hawaii. All right. So that's a that's a 40-point swing in Luke's direction there. Whew. Wow. Okay. He might he might get to the 200 club uh <laughs> don't, just Don't uh, jinx it, Drew. I'm going to have to hit up the speeds for a uh, for a button. That I missed out on in my last episode. Oh my god, that's what I should do. If you hit the 200 club, I'm just going to email the Spees boys like, hey, I need you to send Luke a 200 club pin. <laughs> it's just like an 8 by 10 photo in an envelope. It's not even the real pin. Oh, that's yeah, an that's idea. Good. That's what I'll send you. Alright, our fifth category today is going to be an urban dictionary. Urban yes. dictionary. Uh... Luke, what do you think Dean knows about Urban Dictionary? Uh, Dean's in the military. I got to think he knows quite a bit about slang and fun topics such as Urban Dictionary. Uh, I'm going to give him 10. Going to give him 10. All right. Playing it safe with the lead. I like it. And Dean, what are we I'm going to go with 10. We're going we're gonna to play it smart. Oh, we're breaking the speed. I got to get back in this. 
it 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 takes a certain level of um Adam Spees to keep the Spees technique going. You, sir, are <laughs> no hang. Adam Spees. I cannot hang. That Hawaii got me. I was like, I knew solar. That was rough. But it got me in Hawaii. So there, that that's rough. it. Pull them back. And if you're listening to this and you don't know quite who Adam Spees is, uh, go listen to Throwback Trivia Takedown or tune into the floor Tuesdays on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> He's still sitting there waiting for his turn. It's going to come. Um, so I finally figured out why I didn't make the floor. So for, for, uh, for you gentlemen, if you didn't know, I got to the point in the auditioning process, uh, Adam and I were going through this together where they took Mm -hmm. all my passport information, made the travel arrangements and all of that shit. And then I didn't make the final cut. And I was like, what the fuck? I finally figured out why when they were doing the whole casting thing, they kept telling me. Uh, oh, it's going to be 100 contestants in a 10 by 10 grid. It's oh, 81 it's contestants nine by nine. nine by nine. So mm. they cut out 19 people. Oof. They probably realized however many nights they have this scheduled for, they couldn't do the 100 people. Could be, yeah. So I feel less I feel less bad. I was just confused. I was like, what the fuck? Well, maybe they've got you on the short list for season two. Yeah, I was going to say, you come around the next time then. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I, I'm... I'm digging the show and I can't wait for Adam's turn um, because I'm digging it because I am married to someone who is not super into trivia. This show is approachable for trivia people and non-trivia people because it's not super trivial. So uh, she's digging it too. So go watch Adam Spees on that eventually and listen to Throwback Trivia Takedown. All right. That's the plug for Throwback Trivia Takedown. Now we're (laughs) back to our game. Now we're back to our game. All right. Uh, it's an odd question. So, Dean, you're up first in the category of okay. Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Sharing its name with a pop punk band, this Urban Dictionary entry describes 24 hours of smoking marijuana. Mm. 24 hours of smoking marijuana. Um, Pop punk band. That's a weakness for me right there. Pop punk bands. Um, 24 hours smoking marijuana. Uh, I don't even know. I'll just say toking. I am sorry. Uh, 24 hours would be a day. Marijuana is green. That would be green day. Oh, no way. Oh, wow. They uh, actually just dropped a new album Friday. Friday. Yeah. Uh, is that what that albums. name means, or that's just a clever way of putting that? That's just a clever way of putting that. Oh, okay, okay. Probably, I don't fucking know. Maybe I was like, is that how they got their name? Maybe. Oh, now I got another cat coming in here. Hey guys, it's recording time. Uh, you're not scheduled to be in here. Fucking cats just do whatever they want. All right, Luke. Urban Dictionary yes. says that ten minutes is the maximum attention span for this Google-owned website. 10 minutes is the maximum attention for this Google owned website. The only, I'm just going to go with YouTube because I can't immediately think of anything else. Sometimes the obvious answer is the correct answer. All right. I think you're getting ones I do. I because my only guess would have been YouTube. And okay, here we go. All right. It's, it's okay, so Dean. It's okay. 
You have a good track record on this show. Yeah, we'll go. I'm, I'm ready. All right. So heading into uh, question six here, uh, it is 120 to 40. Dean's early Adam Spees technique did not pay off, but we'll see if he can turn it around in the second half. Maybe Luke is going to go for the Spees technique now. Who knows? Probably not. Probably not. Luke is a smart player who's going to uh, take advantage of his lead, I think. So, Dean, you're going to have to plug away here, buddy. Let's do it. Your sixth category is the Middle Ages. The Middle Ages. Dean, what do you think Luke knows about the Middle Ages? He's a math teacher, not a history He's teacher. He's a math teacher. What can he know about the Middle Ages? Okay. Um, I need to dig dig my way back because I'm, I'm so far behind that it wouldn't hurt to just take one chance at 20 again. All right, we're going to speed it up. Yeah, we are speezing it up right here. I like it. All right, and Luke, what about for Dean? Uh, watch this be about people who are middle aged versus, uh, you know, medieval times. Uh, we're going to go 10 here. I'm going to protect the lead as much as I can. This newly retired military guy from El Paso, Texas. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, not that kind of middle aged. All right. Uh, Luke, are you ready? Always. All right. Nearly 70 meters long, this tapestry depicts, or tapestry, however you want to say it. What the fuck? Where, where did that come from? This tapestry depicts the events leading to and culminating in the Norman invasion. Oh, I can picture it. I know what you're talking about. I do not have the name. Oh. Because you're a math teacher. No, but I mean, like, I just watched A Knight's Tale with my son a couple nights ago, so I feel like I'm I'm right in there. Um, I don't even have a guess. I'm going to know it when I hear it, but I'm going to say pass. Well, pass is an incorrect answer, so the Spees technique worked out there for Dean. Um, that would be the Bayou Tapestry. Bayou Tapestry. Yeah, that That's one what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> it's It's amazing how, like, everyone, myself included when I play, knows my opponent's questions <laughs> but not my own um it's always the flip of the coin on that one which set you get and how it plays out all mm -hmm. right dean let's see if you can make up a little ground here this okay. man was crowned holy roman emperor on christmas day in the year 800 not to be confused with the current radio host charlemagne mm -hmm. charlemagne is correct so dean you just picked up 30 points right there Okay. Luke, you picked up zero points right there. Sure did. Thanks for the reminder. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, you're still good. <laughs> you're still cruising, Luke. Still cruising, but uh we've made it we've made it more of a game right now. If we were heading into the final, it's not a lockout it's anymore. Not a runaway, right? Exactly. That's why I love this game. The swings can just happen. All right. We're heading into uh category seven which is going to be uh, in the category of Billy Shakes. That's a Shakespeare category, in case you didn't know. In case you didn't know, yeah. Uh, Luke, what do you think Dean knows about Billy Shakes? Still going to go with 10, just from a lead perspective. It's probably a smart idea. And Dean, what about for Luke? I'm going to go with 10. Teachers know stuff. Playing it safe now that you're in striking distance. I like it. Mm-hmm. Sure, you don't just want to go 20? Sure. <laughs> but thanks for the offer. 
(laughs) (laughs) Gotta give the offer. All right. Dean, the title of this Aldous Huxley novel comes from uh, Billy Shake's play, The Tempest. Um, Aldous Huxley wrote a, um, no, no, no. He wrote, um, I know this, what do you write? He wrote a, um, okay. He's visualizing. He's visualizing. Yeah, I know, I know they're in Shangri-La is where, isn't that where they go for, um, um, I can't. I can't pull it. I can't pull it. Oh no! I'm sorry. It's a brave new world. It's not brave a new world. world. Yeah, brave new world. Isn't where they go to Shangri La? Isn't that where they go for? Is you're you're assuming okay? I read or know anything about? Oh, it. okay. Yeah, brave new world. I don't know why. I, if you did ask people about brave new world, I'd have been like, oh, it's Aldous Huxley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. No worries. No worries. Luke Mm -hmm. often used in conjunction with military aircraft this word (laughs) meaning covert is from Macbeth I wonder if this is just stealth stealth is my answer stealth or stealthy which is the word used is the correct answer all right All right, cruising right along here, everyone. We are going to move into category eight, which is the category of late night television. Late night television. Luke, what do you, I mean, Dean, what do you think our buddy Luke knows about late night TV? He's a teacher. He's got to be up early. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And based on that, I'm going to go 10 because I don't know anything about late night television because I never watch late night television, so. Now, Luke, is he being honest or is he trying to trick you into wagering 20? I was going to say this could have been the greatest okie doke <laughs> in all times, but I'm going to give him the 20. You're going to give him the 20. All right. I like it. <clears throat> Dean. <clears throat> Beginning in 1971, NBC remained on air one hour later, creating late night shows in order to recoup advertising revenue lost after a ban on TV ads for what product? Um, I just say cigarettes. Cigarettes is correct. Great poll. Oh, I had no man. idea. Late night television invented because cigarette ads were banned. <clears throat> the network could make off. their money however they have to. <clears throat> Damn. All right. Now, uh, Luke. Yes. A precursor to late night TV was radio's The Pepsodent Show, hosted by what comedian who also hosted the Academy Awards 19 times? Um, I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to guess Bob Hope. Bob Hope is correct. Good pull. Good one. Thank you. Yeah. All right, your ninth category is going to be in plants. Plants. All right. Uh, Luke, what do you think Dean knows about plants? Uh, We're going to keep riding 10 here. 
Going to keep riding the 10 train. All right. And Dean, what about for our buddy Luke? I don't see any plants in the background. I don't think yeah, I can but, keep a cactus alive. I mean, no one knows anything about plants except people who have plants. But shout out. Let's, to go, let's go 20. Let's go 20. Let's go 20. We're going to go 20. All right. Okay. Dean. Unlike its smaller cousins, poison ivy and oak, this plant can grow up to 30 feet tall. Oh, um, unlike its cousins, read that again one, one more time, please. Unlike its cousins, poison ivy and oak, this plant can grow up to 30 feet tall. Oh, geez. Uh, how about, um, the cactus? It is not a cactus. When you think of the poisons, poison ivy, sumac. poison oak, and poison sumac. Yep. Sumac. I was thinking that. I was like, but I don't even, I don't even know. That's huge. I was like, sumac, but do those grow tall? I was like, maybe it's a trick question like Hawaii. Nope, it's not a trick question. Oh. It was poison sumac. First thing I thought was sumac, too. And I was like, but 30 feet tall? What is that? I know you got tall cacti, but oh, you got me. No worries. You're still in this, buddy. Uh, Luke. Yes. This is the name of the plant cellulose fiber material used to make paper. So, the, all right. The plant, can you say it one more time, George, just so I'm super clear? Yep. This is the name of the plant cellulose fiber material used to make paper. Okay, I'm just going to go with pulp here. Sometimes the obvious answer is the correct answer. Okay. So heading into our final question of regulation, Dean, you are still very much alive. It's 180 to 90. Making this game very interesting. Mm-hmm. And our final category of regulation is sports. Dean, what do you think Luke knows about sports? I got to go with 10 because to keep it, he's going to go 10. So I got to go 10. We got to keep it, keep it within range. Oh, you think he's going to go 10? Mm-hmm. What if, uh, what if he decides he wants to go 20 and try to, well, let's uh, see, uh, well, let's see. Luke, what are you going to do for Dean here? No, I'm going to go 10, Drew. 10 is fine. <laughs> 10 is fine. All right. Luke. The 1951 Rochester Royals won their only NBA Finals appearance and are today known as what team? I have no idea. Uh, just based on the Rochester clue, I'm going to say the New York Knicks. It is not the New York Knicks. You should have focused on yeah, it is the Sacramento Kings. You should have focused oh, on the Royals sure part enough. of it. That makes sense. Yep. So that ensures that Dean will be alive in uh, in the finals here. Dean, your question. From 1976 to 1988, only three teams won the Stanley Cup. 
and we're not talking about the $40 Stanley Cup you can find at Target. Uh, oh. One of those teams. Um, Canadiens. Montreal Canadiens. The Montreal Canadiens is correct. The other two would be the Islanders and the Oilers. Mm-hmm. So you pick up 20 points there to finish with 110 in regulation. And Luke, you have 180. So this is going to be interesting heading into the final. Luke, would you like to reveal your final category? Uh, yeah. When when Drew asked me for this, I was afraid it would be too specific, but he was all about it. Uh, we're going to go with the 1990s movie classic, Three Ninjas. I love it. I love it. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. I must have watched it like 850 times. So as soon as you said it, I was like, absolutely. It is honestly the movie I've seen the most in my life. I, I believe it because it was a fucking amazingly bad, amazing movie. Um, and Dean, what category did you go with for the finals? I went with um, something that I figured I know something about or a lot about, which is the uh, the Negro Leagues. And I was excited for that category as well, because admittedly, not a strong category for me. So I love getting to dive in and do some research. Um, right. as most of us trivia folks do, I, 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 that's why I love doing these specialty categories. Cause especially when it's something like I'm not strong and I just get to go dive down internet rabbit holes for a while instead of focusing on the real world. Uh, <laughs> so we're the three ninjas took you there. <laughs> yep. So go ahead and send me some wagers based on those final categories and how you think each other is going to do. Ooh, one of you is already in on wagers. Okay. So what's the score? 180, it is 180 to, 110. to 110. So 70 points. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm waiting for Dean to like unfurl a three ninjas poster behind him and just put me to shame. <laughs> oh, he just pushes the button and it comes down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. Um, I'm going to send it to you. Mine, mine's in already. So if you. So. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna send it to you. All right. Uh, um, oh man, Dean, you're making me do math. <laughs> All right, we got some wagers in, and we're gonna uh, start this off with the category of three ninjas. Uh, Luke. Gonna go with you first here. Any fan of Three Ninjas know that the titular characters go by Rocky, Colton, Tum Tum. Give me their real names. I just need two out of three. Give me two out of three of their real names. Colt was Samuel. I think Tum Tum was Michael. I don't that's, remember Rocky's name, but I think that's good enough. That's two answers right there, so that is fine. All right, Dean, your three ninjas question is going to be tangentially three ninjas because that's how I do things. All right. Thank you. I've never seen that movie before in my life. I've never heard of it. <laughs> well, you might not have seen this one either, so don't get too excited. Oh, okay. Uh, Victor Wong portrays Grandpa Mori in the Three Ninjas franchise. He also played Egg Shen in this 1986 cult classic starring Kurt Russell. Oh, um, 
Yeah, uh, I'm trying to. Um, it's the uh, Shang, so, so down a little China. What's it called again? Um, I know it's something to do with little China. Uh, um, Show Down in Little China? What is that movie called? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's about to go with I said it. So, all right, you're going to go down in Little China. Um, he's still thinking. He's still thinking. Is he thinking himself out of the right answer or is he thinking himself into the right answer? <laughs> the world will never know. Well, they will in a couple minutes, actually. That's final answer. That's one that I can I, I see the movie and I saw that movie, but that's what one I'm going to go it's with. It's one of my favorite movies because I like good, terrible cinema. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We are now going to head into some Negro League baseball over here. Dean, how many major Negro leagues are recognized, statistically speaking, by Major League Baseball? And represent approximately 3,400 players who played from 1920 to 1948. I mean, Negro Leagues or Negro Leaguers? What is that? Negro Leagues. There were multiple Negro Leagues. This number are recognized by MLB from a statistics point of view. I'm thinking it's it's the two. One by the Ruth Foster started one, and then then Bolden started the, the the one in the East. So they had the National League and the American League. And so I'm thinking it's two. That's a good question. All right. Two. And Luke. Yes. This man, known for his home run hitting, was the last Negro League player to hold a regular position in the major in Major League Baseball. I'm cycling between a few. I think I am going to guess Frank Robinson. You're going to guess Frank Robinson. Okay. I don't know if he was old enough for that. Hey, cat scratch in the litter box. Can you knock it off? Thank you. Ah, the production, the production value here is just freaking terrible. <laughs> my, my assistants just keep coming in and out. <laughs> Can't find right. good help these days. It's very hard to find good help these days. (laughs) All right. We are going to go back to Three Ninjas. So any fan of the Three Ninjas know that the titular characters go by Rocky, Colt, and Tum-Tum. And their real names would be Samuel, Jeffrey, and Michael. You got two. You got two. That's all you needed. So you were correct there, Luke. You were oh so close, Dean. It's not showdown in Little Tri- China. It's big trouble in Little China. Oh, God. That's right. That's right. Big trouble. Okay. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Anyone listening who hasn't seen it, stop what you're doing right now. Stop listening to this podcast. Don't get to the end. Don't find out who wins or loses. Just go watch Big Trouble in Little China. Um. All right. So we're going to move into Negro League Baseball. Uh, the, there were many, uh, Negro league leagues, 
and there were a number that were recognized by Major League Baseball as being top tier, and their statistics are recognized by Major League Baseball. And there are seven leagues Whoa. that oh, wow. are recognized by Major League Baseball. Up until 2020, there were six leagues, but they added a seventh. Uh, so there you go. And the man known for his home run hitting, who was the last Thank Negro Aaron. player. Yep, it oh was Hank. At, it was well, Hank. Yeah, he played, for the, he played for the Indianapolis Clowns. Yeah. Oh. Yes, he did. I almost asked an Indianapolis Clowns question. <laughs> Who should ask me that? Because I was like, I know the players. I know all the some of the statistics, but I didn't know about the leagues. I was like, oh, got me on that one. I learned something now. I see, like I said, I always say, in trivia, you don't lose, you either win or learn, right? Exactly. That's why, speaking. <laughs> that's why this is my favorite hobby, because I either feel good about knowing stuff or I learn new stuff. So either 100%. way, I'm a happy camper. Um, yeah. So now we're going to find out some wagering here. Luke, why don't you tell us what you wagered today? Well, uh, I wanted the 200 club so bad, regardless of what show it was on. Uh, so I wagered 20 to get there if I got there, which I did not. So you will finish today with uh, 160. Probably should have done this the other way around, you know, but no problem. Um, mainly because I had the scores flipped as to uh, who was in the lead when I was <laughs> writing down wagers here. <laughs> uh, so, Dean, why don't you tell us what you wagered today? I just bid zero because I was trying to see if I could get him to go like he did. You know, I mean, if I had got those right, I would have been – it wouldn't have mattered. So. Well, the good news is I don't have to produce a 200 club pin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's that's fantastic. Um, so with a final score of 160 to 110 in what turned out to be a very close game despite the Spies technique. Uh, Luke, you, you put me in, but it was today. fun. <laughs> it was it's always fun with you guys yeah that's the secret to nerd off being quasi successful is i just have fun people on so you know you guys are fun to listen to uh so on our way out today dean do you have anything you want to promote or anything you want to say um, or... well you know what i hear i'll say this i'm moving to minneapolis so now i'm, I'm a trivia orphan so if anybody out there has a a trivia game or needs a partner for it. Cause I know they got a lot of pub trivia in Minneapolis. I'm excited about that. So I'm like, all right, reach out to me if you need a player or nowhere should I, I should go. And uh, I'll look forward to hearing from anybody who's, who's got a suggestion or who will take in a trivia orphan. As I said, Oh, Oh, he's, he's a little trivia orphan. That's sad. No team. <laughs> And Luke, today's champion, one of my two favorite people from Gurney. Uh, <laughs> I love Top that. Top two's I not bad. <laughs> one of my two favorite people coming to you from Gurney. What do you have to say today? Uh, same as I always do. Uh, I like to use this time uh, and this money to promote my wife's nonprofit. It's called Keeping Families Covered. It is a diaper bank in Northern Illinois. Uh, so if you were in the Chicagoland area or the Milwaukee area or anywhere nearby, uh, you can donate at keepingfamiliescovered.org. Uh, if you are not in the area, uh, there is very likely a diaper bank near you. You can go to the National Diaper Bank Network website uh, and find a place that would be uh, uh, very grateful to receive any support you can give them. That is a very good cause with some very stinky deposits. 
Oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> yep, poop jokes right there, everyone. That's that's the level you get with nerd off poop jokes. There's no higher form of comedy, Drew. It's okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you both for being on. And as I mentioned earlier in the episode, keep an eye out for trivia minute. That's it for this episode of Nerd Off. Tune in next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel.